What do you need to stay on track or to get on track? You need to track. Tracking may be what you need to do. Track everything, especially in the beginning. We don't realize often how much that we're eating as far as carbs and calories. You want to think about 70% of your calories coming from healthy fats, about 20% from protein, and the remainder from carbs. Want a simple way to cut carbs without complicated meal prep? Grab our free Fast Start to Keto kit today. As you all know who've been following us, I surveyed a lot of the leaders here at Keto Sisters, asked them to give me their best tips. Like, if you were going to tell somebody how to get started, how to stay on track, what are the main things that you would tell them? So I compiled all of those and I have this great list, but it was too many to just drop on you all at once. So I actually have enough tips to cover several weeks here. We've already done a couple. And so today I'm going to talk about two more. And these are awesome and amazing. And they showed up on almost everyone's survey. The first one that we're going to talk about, what do you need to stay on track or to get on track? You need to track. So you can use an app like the Carb Manager app. That's what most of us here at Keto Sisters use. There are some other apps out there that you can use. You can track it manually. But you need to be intentional on what you're eating. And the only way that you're going to accomplish that is if you actually track what you're eating. When you're tracking, you're more intentional about what you put in your mouth. You might put something back. You might plan more in advance. And at the very least, you are creating an awareness about what kind of carbs are in the foods that you're eating. Pasta, potatoes, we know those aren't the best choices. But there are some vegetables that might surprise you. There are a lot of fruits that might really surprise you. And you're not going to know what is in things unless you're looking them up and tracking them. You might be surprised at the serving size. You just might be surprised in a lot of different ways. Now, honestly, I've only tracked whenever I'm currently in our Real Life Keto Challenge, which if you've not taken, it's a great place to start or to get back on track because we do require you to track what you're putting in your mouth. But once you've tracked for a season, you might be like most people where you tend to eat the same things over and over again. I don't necessarily have a lot of variety, but I know what's in the things that I eat. So once you've developed that awareness, it's not as necessary to track. But if you aren't meeting your goals and if you aren't staying on track, tracking may be what you need to do. So multiple people, when they completed my survey, said track, track everything, especially in the beginning. We don't realize often how much that we're eating as far as carbs and calories. Sometimes you don't realize how little you're eating. And that could be the reason that you're not losing weight. Say what, Rebecca? Yeah, you could actually be eating too few calories. And that could be the reason that you're stalling on your fat loss or your weight loss. We'll cover that more in other videos, but just know that tracking is important. You need to read labels and ingredients. I am a huge advocate of reading labels because if you don't know what's in there, you don't know what's in there and what you don't know can hurt you. Yes, in the Real Life Keto Challenge, we teach you things to look for as far as different sweeteners and different additives, but that knowledge doesn't do you any good unless you put it into use by actually flipping and looking at the labels of what you're eating or considering eating. If you're using Carb Manager, there's a scanner that you can scan. So it's really easy to look up different things. You can just scan it and see, is it really keto friendly? The Carb Manager will give you a grade for it. Is this an A? Is this a B? Is this a C? Is this something that I should avoid? Is it something that I can use in moderation? So again, reading those labels, trying to understand those labels. For most people, if you're just kind of doing it on your own, you want to think about 70% of your calories coming from healthy fats about 20% from protein, and the remainder from carbs. Now, if you've got really strict goals, 
You might want to get those carbs down to maybe 5%. If you're just starting out, you might want to keep the carbs a little higher as you adjust to a keto type of lifestyle. Your numbers are going to depend on your goals, depend on your activity level, depend on how quickly you'd like to reach them. But you also may even have to tinker with it, even if it's an automated program like Carb Manager, because your metabolism may be different than other people. So if you're using Carb Manager or related kind of app, it's going to ask you about your weight, your height, your age, your gender, all those things, which can be factors. But realize that you're going to have to tinker with it and kind of fine tune it for yourself. But moving toward a keto, lower carb lifestyle, tracking is important because if you don't know what you're eating, you're not going to know, hey, I'm noticing when I eat dairy, maybe that knocks me out of ketosis. Some people are more sensitive to dairy. Dairy can be inflammatory. Inflammation can cause you to hold on to water, which can make your weight go up on the scale. So it's important to keep a food diary or do tracking so that not only do you know what the carbs content is in things, what the serving sizes are, but also noticing the types of food and how your body may respond to that. Sometimes it's really hard to figure out what might keep you out of ketosis or what might knock you out if you've been there. And a food diary or a tracking app can be the tool that you need to identify those foods that maybe you're more sensitive to. It's also really important if you're going out to eat to think about tracking in advance so you know, okay, I'm going to go to this restaurant. Most restaurants nowadays have their menus online. A lot of them have food nutritional information that's listed. If it's not there, if you're using an online carb manager site or a carb manager app, a lot of those have been entered by other people. So you can use that information to make better choices as you're eating out. Also, if you're going to someone's house for a dinner or for a party, it's always a good idea to bring something with you that you know will be keto friendly because you don't know what else will be there. So you've got some staples that you can kind of rely on and you can go ahead and pre-enter that into your card manager or other app so that you know where you stand. Also, as you're getting started by tracking, you can prepare in advance. If you don't track, you don't really know what's in something. So you don't really know where you stand. And if you don't do your tracking until the end of the day, you might realize, oh, I went overboard on carbs at lunch. If you don't know that until the end of the day, you can't self-correct or adjust your dinner or your snacks throughout the rest of the day for the fact that maybe you went overboard. So not only is tracking a really good idea, but planning your meals and your snacks in advance can help you make sure that you stay on track so you don't get that ugly surprise at the end of the day. Oh. I've knocked myself out of ketosis because I went overboard in this area. So the second thing that so many of your ketosis leaders have emphasized is shopping. This goes hand in hand with the first tip, tracking. Take your card manager app or whatever app you're using with you to the grocery store and scan those items before you drop them in your cart. Making good choices because you know that once you bring an item into your home, the defenses are down. You're probably going to partake of that item, right? So if you have kind of your first line of defense being, hey, let's not bring items into the house that are going to be a temptation that aren't keto or low carb friendly, don't even put them in your cart because once they make it to your cart, they make it to your car, they make it to your house, they make it to your pantry in your fridge, you're going to be more likely to eat those. So have your shopping be your first line of defense. Along those lines, if you want shopping to be your first line of defense, I highly recommend not going shopping on an empty stomach if you're hungry. Now, if you're used to fasting, you're used to having an empty stomach, you're not gonna be necessarily tempted. But if you're hungry and you're not used to that sensation of having an empty stomach, going to the store in that state can be an absolute disaster. Why? Because you see things 
you might smell things, especially if they're doing demonstrations or samples, and you just might go crazy. You might put a lot more into your cart that you wouldn't necessarily choose if you weren't hungry. So I don't ever like to go to the grocery store when I'm hungry and make bad decisions. Let me know in the comments if you make bad decisions when you're hungry. My bill is more and I make poorer choices. One of our Keto Sisters leaders says that she shops online and basically pull up curbside and they bring it to you. That's a good way to keep those impulse buys away from you because you've committed online before you get to the store what you're going to buy. Now, can you still impulse buy by clicking? Yeah, sometimes it's easy to add things to the cart, but at least you're not tempted by seeing things around you. They put those end caps there to tempt you. They put things in the checkout lane to tempt you. So if you have a hard time resisting things that maybe aren't the best choices, maybe look into those stores that offer the curbside service. Okay. Some other shopping tips for you is avoiding the packaged or the processed foods. A great way to do this if you're going to the store is to think about shopping the perimeter of your store. That's usually where they have fresh produce, fresh dairy, the meat department, most of those things are going to be all on the perimeter of the store, and it's the aisles of the store where you can get in trouble with packaged foods, processed foods. Whole foods, generally a better option. Even if you shop the perimeter, you still might want to go through the freezer section, because if you're like me, I don't know when I'm going to cook at home, so it's good to have some things in the freezer. You can get some frozen veggies. You can get some frozen meats. You can get things that are frozen that are easy, convenient, but still always look at the labels. Some other more specific tips that were included on my survey that I just wanted to share with you because I thought these were great tips. You can go to the reduce for quick sale section because maybe those avocados have seen better days. Also, if you have an avocado at home and it starts to give when you squeeze it a little bit, you might want to pop those in the fridge to extend the life of that. Another tip is to not buy grated cheese. Now, I do buy grated cheese. It's easy, it's convenient, but you need to realize that sometimes they add preservatives, and they can sometimes even add pulp to it, which is basically wood as a preservative to keep it from caking up. It's a better choice if you have the time to get whole cheeses, then you can shred them yourself. I think freshly shredded cheese actually tastes better, but this is real life keto. If you want to buy the cheese that's already shredded, that's okay. Realize that's a good choice. It's not maybe a better or best choice, but for you, if you're going to use it more often, if you have it already prepackaged, pre-shredded, then go with that. Like, don't beat yourself up. We don't mess up good for perfect here at Keto Sisters. But if you have the time, you have the inclination, buy those whole blocks of cheese. Sometimes that's even cheaper. Then you shred it when you need it. It might keep longer. And then you don't have those extra preservatives that are added to shredded packaged cheese. If you're interested in shopping, definitely want to come back next week. We hope you enjoyed watching that video as much as we enjoyed making it. 